So, Griff, you actually posed this question because you're a very smart person, but um, you asked, you know, can they fix this? Because they've had slow starts on defense. This is what I'm talking about. They've had slow starts on defense before. Um, now, can they fix this with um, and get better like they did last year and the year prior? Can, can that happen, or are they doomed? I mean, as outsiders, like we have no idea what's going on internally, what they're seeing in practice, what what the actual health of Sidney Jones and Artie Burns is, right? But if it were me, I would think play Ryan Neal and play Sidney Jones at left corner and then play more 3-4 up front and then offset what you're missing in pass rush with some fire zones here and there and then go play ball and put together some weeks and then reevaluate, then sprinkle back in the four down stuff as you feel it's necessary. That's what I would think. Like, I feel like they have the resources in the building, you know, to make, yeah. to, to write the ship. They, but, they, but they Griff, turned Clint, a... Clint Hurt said he wouldn't ever drop someone into coverage. I know, which is, it's just so funny. It's like, dude, you don't need to, I feel like, did he cave in the public pressure or was it pressure from the players? You're like, don't ever do that. What's ironic I think, is now that I think being a player's this, first coach, I think that is part of it, you know? Um, yeah, what's ironic now that they're doing this yeah. is like you've got less good passing they, downs they for the rushes use... to tee off, and you've got guys being washed at the on the setting the edge. It's harder for them. They, they could use Carlos Dunlap and Carry Hyder right now if this is what they're trying to be. They need a four three end. Yeah, because they're 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 a four three team. They're not a three that's, four team at the moment. Saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, but Madness. they need to act like a three four team. Um, <sighs> anyway, so. They're running a four of three or three four personnel. They, <laughs> they so they turned around the ship that started off horrifically in 2020. I mean, mm. they, they they were literally like one of the well, they actually weren't one of the worst defenses, volume yardage, yes, but on the rate basis, they were like 20, 21st worst defense to start 2020. And statistically, they were I think like top five, but then with a better, a better, you know, a more granular look, they were still like eighth um adjusting for opponent and everything in the second half of 2020 and then in 2021 they turned the ship around and they didn't take a full half season they had like two bad two three bad games in the first five six weeks and then they they, they turned it around pretty heavily with some i think injury related lapses but the point is they turned it around um we just concluded week three so there's They've done it before. They can do it again. And I think they have the personnel to do that. But they need to, need to make some personal changes with their depth chart, play the rules a little bit better, and see from there. But at this point, it's yeah, I think they can. But I have no idea if they will. So I'd, I'd ask um, also, you know, uh, before we bring Ty in on that, um, I'd ask, you know, last year it was Pete Carroll's system that he – and his language, right, which he's used for years, right? And that matters because he therefore knows, like, the kind of go-to answers. Like, how are they going to fix it if Carol doesn't, you know, he's less familiar with this language? Sure, he knows what's going on, but he's still less familiar with the whole thing. Like, yeah, they're using similar concepts, but still, the emphasis is slightly different, different languages have said. So that's a, a concern for me. Uh, maybe the solution is some kind of weird Frankenstein thing where they, they build in more stuff i don't know i'm not i'm not necessarily sure they can uh we will see uh ty do you think they can fix this or are they kind of doomed from the talent perspective and that's that that's that 
Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to the conversation that you and I had on the um, Wednesday show that, you know, there are going to be growing pains for this defense because you are starting a lot of young guys and, you know, a lot of guys in general or a lot of young guys in general are getting uh, quite a few reps. But, um, you know, I think there's some pretty glaring issues. I mean, the big one, you know, with you guys have talked about Jamal Adams going down. I think that's completely just derailed their whole plan defensively this year. Um, and we're kind of already seeing that. And Josh and Josh Jones isn't, you know, he's nowhere even close to, to what Jamal Adams is. And, you know, we're seeing that very clearly. And, um, you know, I think at the very least, the fundamental things will should sort himself out you know uh, theoretically speaking that just you know with more time um more experience especially for some of the young guys that 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 is going to improve but um you know there's some really really concerning things here right like and i i just i don't i'm not particularly sure if the um if the personnel matches up with what exactly they want to do right now so either they you know they tailor a game plan that's that's more in line with what they currently have on the field or you know they just wait and see if everyone can gel i just i I, you know i don't really know uh it's it's disappointing because it just it kind of seems like this is just going to continue week in week out and Um, knowing that knowing that that's probably going to be the case at least here for the next few weeks that i mean it's hard to get very excited it's hard to be positive about this right now yeah so private uh sorry not private chat uh youtube comments i mean we mm. we have a private chat where we communicate a little behind the curtain there for you guys mm. um youtube comments th- those of you watching please do comment your questions we have a few more minutes to go um we we'd, we'd love to hear them uh i'm seeing this comment from carl and he asked, do we think Schneider will try and make any biggish moves during the season? I mean, they're in on everything. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I think it depends I, on their record. If if they're yeah. like if they're five hundred or moderate like or one game above or below it at um trade deadline, I feel like he, he wouldn't hesitate to throw a early day three pick, third or fourth if, if there's some player, impact player that is on a a team that's struggling that they didn't expect to struggle and they're like all right fine we'll offload this contract i mean I even if he... they su- even if they suck though i kind of feel like if there's a long-term asset that they can yeah maybe. Like someone that's under contract for at least next year uh then, then probably i think they're going to end up doing something uh because especially when you've looked at you know other years that they've had that are kind of like this where they're you know, if we want to just say that maybe the ceiling still for the let's be positive here for a second and just say like, you know, they could be like 2010, 2011. Um, you know, they made trades during those or they've you know made moves during those times as well. So uh, even when, you know, the, the path of the postseason didn't look great. So uh, I, I think they can um, get aggressive there. It just, you know, again, it depends on if the, the right situation presents itself. Um, and that would be someone that's, you know, not just under contract for this year. Right. Um, I don't actually think they'll make a, a trade at all, but that's, I think I'm feeling a bit negative about Seattle's record. Although Ty makes a good point, but he's sort of got me believing in maybe a, a trade. So good arguing Chai, but personally, I just don't 
I don't see that. And there, there's like a real chance that they, like, if you look at the schedule now, it's, it's tough, guys. It's really tough. So, yep. got uh, got to focus on the positives. Um, mm. Here we have a question from Nobro saying, they said, what's going on with Jordan Brooks? I thought he was going to take a step up this year. Um, I don't think he played poorly today. Agree. I'm not sure. I'm not sure anything that happened today was a result of the linebackers, really. Um I think last week, you know, we talked about how like there's the adjustment period of how they're trying to fit the run too high structure with behind four defensive linemen instead of five presents challenges. Um, but like some of that it looks bad on at first glance, but it's really not the linebackers fault. It's like the, the collective run fit, how it's organized, it puts them at a disadvantage, but it's to a defensive lineman's advantage. Um, I thought I think Brooks in coverage has been fine. I mean, he was covering Jerry Judy step for step on an 18-yard dig route versus Denver, and beyond that, he's been matching, carrying routes, sinking into dig windows and zone. Like I don't, he hasn't standing up. Maybe the tape will show like he busted stuff this game. I don't know. No, um, yeah, I, but I, 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 I think th- yeah, th- there might be an absence of like huge plays in the backfield, maybe. Um, but That's so Pete, P- right? Pete Carroll talked about last week how when you're he didn't use this term but when you're using seven man spacing versus eight man spacing or when you're playing two high versus one high or gapped out versus being out gaps now that they're too high and they're 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 more they're even though they're playing with one gap principles they've got eight gaps and seven guys in the box is what we're saying so mm-hmm. the linebackers have to play more laterally and more conservative they he don't even have used the, the term full back you know you have right, to stack it, which is like hiding behind your Hiding behind your big lineman who's supposed to be playing heavy up front and they, pull him back. They are rarely literally allowed to actually knife a gap into the backfield now. Like that's part of it here. They're they're playing like those opportunities only present themselves based off what the how the gaps change or don't change. It's all very circumstantial. So yeah, we're seeing a lot more, a lot less gap shooting because they're being asked not to do that. So um Camden, of course, uh taking the opportunity to uh talk about fullbacks here hell yeah so nick ballard <laughs> nick ballard is right there yeah. and um, camden, we, right we, see, there. we see your other question camden but um Puna at fullback we'll we'll get to mm. uh we'll get to that in the film Puna pop pass at the goal line guys there trying to be professional here <laughs> let's be realistic <laughs> no do you know what like if if the season's gonna be like that uh why not right why the heck not at least Puna would make a play um, <laughs> that seems like a Sunday night football thing, but they're not playing on Sunday night football. Thursday night football. I don't think they'll be on prime time that often. That, anyway, that, that's, a, that's a Thursday night football because they're at least getting that. That's a Thursday are, night football. They are, yeah. Or maybe when I, when we're in Germany, you know, Ooh. little little German action, little uh, something something. P- Puna out quarterbacking Tom Brady. 